Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and uh, I just want to thank you for being with us today for our weekly Bible study right here on our website. You know, when we started this website, we claimed a scripture that I want to teach on today uh, on the subject, the illuminating, emancipating power of the Word of God, the illuminating, emancipating power of the Word of God. Amen. You will understand why we chose this scripture uh, and why I want to elaborate on it today because we've been utilizing every possible means to get the Word of God out into the entire world. And uh, if you are a return listener, it is touching you today. This ministry, uh, based in the scriptures, in the Bible as the eternal, inerrant word of God. It is not like any other book in the world. The scriptures are different from any other writings in the world. In fact, Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. So I'm glad to bring you a message from God's word today. This is the scripture that we claimed when we began to move into the internet ministry along with uh, down through the years radio ministries. Our first radio ministry outreach was the Send the Light broadcast. And uh, without uh, elaborating on scriptures claimed, we just uh, believe that great song, amen, about send the light, send the blessed gospel light, send it from shore to shore, praise God, amen. And and then the next one was Foundations for Faith. Uh, we were on radio for years with the Foundations for Faith broadcast. And then we were on the air on radio uh, most recently, just a few years ago, for many years, uh, uh, on on WMNF in North Florida, but connected to the internet. Therefore, it went all over the world, and we received responses from Australia and from Africa through that radio broadcast, which was Let's Talk About Jesus. Well, when that radio station closed, we transferred Let's Talk About Jesus to this Bible study, Let's Talk about Jesus. Amen. And we claim the scripture uh, when we begin to move into the media ministries, Psalm 107 and verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. I like the paraphrase of that. It said he spoke and they were healed, snatched from the door of death. And another translation said, He spoke the word that healed you, that pulled you back from the brink of death. Hallelujah. So, I just want you to know the whys and the wherefores that, that have motivated us and stimulated us uh, to be faithful, to use the media, to be part of God sending 
his word. You know, the word apostle that he sent out simply means sent ones, ones that he called personally and sent them. We're told to pray that the Lord of the harvest would send laborers into the field, for the harvest is indeed plenteous, but the laborers are few. Friend of mine, I'm glad to be a laborer today. I'm glad to be a sent one. I'm not claiming to be an apostle. I'm a pastor evangelist, but I am definitely sent by the Lord. Isaiah said in the Old Testament, when God said, who shall go for us and who shall I send? He said, here am I, Lord, send me. Hallelujah. That's how I uh, answered the call uh, to the gospel ministry. Here am I, Lord, send me. I'm available to you to use me. And I just thank you today for being part of our Bible study and want you to know this is not to promote our church. This is not to promote our ministry. Uh, we're located here in Tampa, Florida in the USA where this broadcast originates, where I have been uh, both the president, director, and the pastor of this ministry, uh, the Holy Church of God Incorporated since 19. 1974. <laughs> Praise God. So we're, we're headed for 50 years of faithful ministry here. God has been good and God has been gracious. And I just want to uh, bring this message to you today. God's word still has the power to illuminate and to emancipate. Hallelujah. You see, God's word has the power to penetrate the darkness of deception and to set free Satan's captives. Hallelujah. And so Satan's prison house can be raided. <laughs> there, there can be a prison break today. Glory to God. So if you have your Bible, just turn with me to Psalm 10720 and underline it and associate it every time you see it with the motive of this ministry and the message of this ministry. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Even Jesus said it, didn't he? In the new covenant, as my Father sent me, so send I you. Glory to God. We have that authority today, and we have that mission today, and we want to be on mission until Jesus comes or he calls us home. Amen. Listen, Philip Yancey wrote something. I want to read it to you. He said, once a friend of mine went swimming in a large lake at dusk. He was paddling at a leisurely pace about a hundred yards offshore. A freak evening fog rolled in across the water. As the sun was going down, suddenly he could see nothing, no horizon, no landmarks, no objects or lights on the shore, because the fog diffused all light and he could not even discern which direction the sun was setting. For thirty minutes, my friend splashed around in panic. He would start off in one direction, lose confidence, and turn ninety degrees to the right or to the left. It made no difference which way he turned. He would stop and float, trying to conserve energy and concentrate on breathing slower and not panicking. Then he would strike out again blindly, of course, he had lost all orientation. He was utterly lost. 
until he finally heard voices calling from the shore and was able to guide himself by the sounds. You see, this is the power and this is the purpose of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is the voice. I, I like what John the Baptist said when they asked him about his credentials and, and by what authority was he preaching and teaching and baptizing. He said, I'm a voice of one crying in the wilderness. Glory be to God. Friend of mine, after the fall of Adam, in the garden, an ominous, blinding, disorienting fog has covered the entire earth, blinding hearts and minds of all of its inhabitants. This spiritual darkness is in, is, is inescapable without God's supernatural intervention. Thank the Lord today. He sent His Word into this darkened world. Now, I'm talking about the Scripture, the Word of God. All Scripture is God-breathed, inspired by God. Literally, in the Greek, it means breathe. Just like I'm breathing breath uh, through over my vocal cords, they're vibrating and and it causes the sound that you're hearing right now. But God didn't just give us the Holy Scripture. He gave us His Son. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among men. Hallelujah. He did it to deliver us from the fog of spiritual darkness. The Apostle Paul was sent to bring the lost to saving faith by bringing them the word of God. Hallelujah. Acts 26, 17 through 19. Look at it with me. It says, delivering thee, delivering thee from the people, speaking of Paul, and from the Gentiles, unto whom now I send thee. There it is again. Oh, I want to stop here just a minute. We, we've got this sin thing. Listen, God is sending His Word. God is sending His true servants. Are you claiming to be a true servant? Absolutely, I'm a true servant of God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's not a prideful statement. That's a fact. I started to say that's a fact, Jack. Amen. <laughs> I want you to know that I'm not, I'm not here representing any kingdom but God's. I have no ulterior motive. I am 75 years old. I have been preaching the gospel for 50 years plus. 46, 47 actually this January right right here in Tampa, Florida as the president, director, and pastor evangelist. But friend of mine, I want you to know I'm in it for the glory of God. I'm in it for the furthering of the kingdom of God. I'm in it for your your soul, if you don't know Jesus Christ, I have been sent to you today. And I'm in it to inspire others to take the word and continue to sow this holy, powerful, precious seed of the gospel. Because the word of God is quick and powerful. That quick doesn't mean fast. It means it's alive. It's a living 
thing, and in the life of God himself is vested in the word. We're told that heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall abide forever. Yeah, we're taking a little segue away from uh, our initial subject, but it's all about the word of God and God sending it and sending it through his servants. Glory to God. And that's exactly what he did through the Apostle Paul. Glory to God. How shall they believe upon him? The new covenant says, of whom they have never heard. And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall he go except he be sent? Now, I want to thank God for everyone who supports this ministry because that's one of the ways to help, help, help us go forth as sent ones. But I want you to know it's more than just the finances. It is God's call, God's appointing, and God's anointing, hallelujah, on his person and on his word. Praise God. Listen to Acts 26. As a sent one is given his mission from God, the Apostle Paul, delivering thee from the people, And from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee to open their eyes, illuminate, and to turn them from darkness to light, illumination, you see, and from the power of Satan, (laughs) hallelujah, deliverance, deliverance, the emancipating power of the word of God, amen. And from the power of Satan unto God, that they might receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith, which is in me, whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Amen. Delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles, unto whom now I send thee to open their eyes, to turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God, that they might receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance. It starts with illumination, and then it continues to have emancipation, deliverance from Satan's prison house of deception. Amen. Satan holds this whole world captive by the fog of deception. According to 2 Corinthians 4, 3 and 4, it says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world, the devil, Satan, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. (laughs) Listen, that word blinded means to wrap in a mist, to raise a smoke, to blunt mental discernment, to darken the mind. Oh, friend of mine, are you in that state today? Are you in that spiritual fog today? Are you getting weaker and weaker to not give in to every temptation that is thrown at you? Are you losing your strength today, amen, to resist? I tell you, there is victory 
in Jesus. <laughs> yes, we're all victims of the fall, but we can be victors because of what Jesus has done and what Jesus is doing and the work of the Holy Spirit in our sin-darkened world today. Satan violently opposes the Word of God. The gospel of Jesus Christ, he knows it has this power to illuminate. He knows it has this power to set free, to emancipate. The darkened mind uh, can be illuminated, and those prisoners of that dark prison house can be set free. Friend, if you're saved today, it's because God sent his word in the person of his son and the preaching of the word of God. Listen to Isaiah 42, 1 through 7. It says, Behold my servant whom I uphold, mine elect, in whom my soul delighteth. I have put my spirit upon him. He shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not cry nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed he shall not break, and a smoking flax he shall not quench. Or shall he not quench? He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. He shall not fail or be discouraged till he have set judgment in the earth, and the isles shall wait for his law. Thus saith God, the Lord, he that created heavens, stretched them out. He that spread forth the earth... And that which cometh out of it, he that giveth breath unto the people upon it, and spirit unto them that walk therein. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness, and will hold thy hand, and will keep thee, and give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light of the Gentiles. Here's what Paul was told to do, to open blind eyes, to bring out the prisoners from the prison. Do you see it? And them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. Paraphrase says, you will release those who sit in dark dungeons. Glory be to God. No wonder Satan fears the gospel preached in power. You know, the scripture said of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, this gospel didn't come in word only, but in power and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance. Hallelujah. There's an anointing on the word of God, intrinsic to the word of God. And there's anointing available to those who preach it and teach it. Hallelujah. Amen. And it's designed to set the captive free. Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He hath anointed me. Amen. The appointing brings the anointing, you see. Glory to God. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to declare the acceptable year of the Lord, to set at liberty those that are bruised, to set the captive free, to open the eyes of the blind. Yes, he healed blind Bartimaeus. Yes, he healed the blind man at the pool of Siloam. Amen. Yes, he heals the blind. He opens the ears of the deaf. He causes the lame to leap like the heart. I'm going to tell you, Jesus is a healing, delivering Jesus. But this blindness that he was anointed concerning setting captives free is the spiritual blindness of living in this sinned, darkened world 
world. And He has sent His Word. He sent it to you today. He sent it through us today. Hallelujah. You see, friend, those who have been saved have a common experience of the illuminating power of God's Spirit upon their mind and heart. While reading the Word of God or hearing the Gospel, the scales fell from their eyes, and their eyes were opened. In a verse from the great hymn, Amazing Grace, the writer says, I was once lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad for Jesus today? He sent His Word to deliver us from deception. Amen. Proverbs 14.12 said, There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. John 17.17 17, It says, Sanctify them through thy word. Thy word is truth. You see, God's word accepted, applied, obeyed, will always deliver you from deception. And that way that seems right, that leads to destruction, that way is illuminated. You know what David said in the Psalms? He said, Thy word, O Lord, is a, it's all about disseminating and decimating the, the darkness with the truth of God, with the light of God, with the lamp of God. Hallelujah. Thy word, O Lord, is a lamp unto my feet, and it is a light unto my pathway. Glory to God. Amen. Fill your heart and mind with God's word, God's truth. Use it to rebuke Satan's lies, to expose them and dispose them. Glory to God. God sent his word to deliver us from the fog of confusion and deception. That is in Psalm 119.105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. It's a light unto my pathway. When we're confused, it's easy to become disoriented. God's word, his truth brings clarity and stability. First Corinthians 14.33 said, For God's not the author of confusion, but of peace. Hallelujah. Amen. God will never leave you thrashing around in fear and uncertainty in the fog of confusion. His word will illuminate the right way. When God speaks through the word, he speaks loud and he speaks clear. Glory to God. Amen. Isaiah 30, 20 and 21 says it this way. And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall not thy teachers be removed into a corner any more. But thine eyes shall see thy teachers, and thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. When you turn to the right hand, and when you turn to the left, there will be a word, a clarionly clear word, <laughs> amen, telling you, which way to turn? Are you in a situation today, and I, I, you know the phrase, when you're in that confusion, that fog, I don't know which way to turn. Amen. That's why God's word is being sent unto you. Amen. And that's why you have the ability spiritually to hear it 
in your own spirit and in your own heart and in your own mind. Glory be to God. Amen. If you don't know which way to turn, God's Word is going to illuminate that path for you today. Amen. Glory to God. And when He does... Glory to God. He will set you free from all of that confusion, from all of that fear, from all of that darkness. And He will translate you out of that darkness into this marvelous light, the kingdom of His dear Son. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to read a testimony while we have time. Uh, that, that from some years ago, actually, amen, from, uh, and it's, it's worth reading. It's from Julie, just first name here. Said, I would like to share about the incredible love and amazing grace of God in my life. My life was really no different from most people who have experienced life without a purpose or hope. It's only by grace that I live today with the opportunity of sharing that hope. And that hope is Jesus Christ. I was born and raised in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I have incredible parents and seven brothers and sisters. I was raised to believe in God, but not how to have a relationship with Him. As a teen, I was a cheerleader, and my brothers and father were all athletes. I have a joyous childhood memories and very close family. Love was never a doubt for me. Life itself, life itself proved that. Amen. In 1972, at 20 years old, I was accepted to Eastern Airlines as a flight attendant. I left home and began a life full of fascination in a world that I was not ready for. And life would never be the same for me. Miami and Chicago became my home as I traveled the world. After four years in the airlines, I moved to Santa Barbara, California, where I found myself meeting people, going places beyond my dreams. I soon became a model and ran a production company, which took me into Hollywood and Beverly Hills and to the fast lane. Soon drugs, alcohol became a way of life. I could blame relationships, people, success, disappointments for the use of drugs and alcohol. However, they were only a guise that covered the confusion that plagued my life. In 1980, I married. My life became a living nightmare, physical, emotional, mental, alcohol, drug abuse. During this time, I gave birth to two beautiful children. I wanted to be a good mother, but my life was so horrible. Soon I was in and out of mental hospitals, rehab, jails, even prison. I lost it all and my children. The years without my children were nothing short of hell. I didn't realize it then, but my search for a Savior began. In 1986, I was released from prison rehab with a court order to live with my father. And I had to prove uh, that I was a mother and a good citizen. After two grueling years, I got my children back, one at a time. Afraid, but hopeful, we pressed on. In 1988, I remarried. Again, I found myself in a world of wealth, but also confusion and deceit. Although financially secure and drug-free, 
I felt alone and lost. My husband had an affair with my best friend, and, and in 1991, we divorced, again feeling abandoned and shame and failure. My brother offered me the love of Jesus Christ. I knew my search was over. I finally found my Savior. I dedicated my life to Jesus. I asked God to help me raise His children. I vowed to remain single for as long as it took. I needed to know who I was in Christ, and my children had had enough. Life then took a turn. The influence of my past weighed on my son. He needed attention. We came to Grand Rapids for family support. My son was kicked out of schools in and out of runaway homes. Soon we were led into an incredible church, <laughs> and my children became born again. God's grace continued in our lives. Today, my son serves God with zeal. He's a college student and an athlete. His ambitions are, are teacher and coach, <laughs> amen, and youth pastor. My stunning 16-year-old daughter is on fire for Jesus Christ. She's active in her youth group and a missionary. No words can describe God's amazing grace and love. Today I'm married to an incredible man of God, my best friend. I declare my capacity as a wife and mother as my greatest, greatest accomplishment. Today I know who I am. I am the daughter of a king, the king of kings. My name is Julie, and I continue living in the answer, and the answer is Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Hallelujah. And her favorite scripture is pinned here. Jeremiah 29, 11. Living in the answer, not the problem, but the answer is Jesus. Well, I'm going to close with Jeremiah 29, 11 and see what God offers you and I today. It says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. I like one translation that said, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. If you are in the fog of deception today and you don't know Christ as your Savior, took me a while to read this testimony but Julie came a long way, and she had some setbacks along the way. I'm not saying the road will be smooth. I'm saying it will lead you out of darkness, and it will lead you constantly, it will lead you consistently to a brighter, brighter light. And it'll all start when you receive Jesus, when you hear Him calling you. You know, we use the knock more than the voice to express this scripture from Christ. At the church door that he was standing at, there, there at, at the church of Ephesus in the book of Revelation, he said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice. So he's not just knocking. He's speaking your name. He's speaking my name. He's calling us by name. This is a personal 
powerful call of God to open the door and receive Christ as Savior. If any man open the door, I will come in. And today God is calling you to open the door of your heart, the door of your life, repent of your sins, and respond to the voice on the bank that is calling you out of the fog and calling you out of the darkness and and ready to set you free from Satan's prison house of deception today. Jesus is calling. Jesus is calling. Respond to him. Swim to him if you're out in that lake and you don't know which way to go and you're getting weaker and you feel like you're going to drown. There's a voice calling you to the safety of the shore. Come to me, you that labor and are heavy laden. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I'm meek and lowly in spirit. You will find rest for your soul. Glory be to God. Don't run from him today. Run to him in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And if you're a Christian today, and you're confused, and you've been dabbling in the world, making compromises and concessions, and you've given ground to the devil that he had no authority to take from you, and you feel like you're in a fog, because now you're trying some of the sins that you once laid down, renounced and repented of, looking once again for love in all the wrong places, for fulfillment in all the wrong things. This is a time to turn from darkness to light, once again to turn, to turn. And if you turn around and head back home, Your father's watching for you. When the prodigal son came home, he saw him afar off. He was looking every day for him to come. And he ran to him, fell upon him, kissed him, and said, go kill the fatted calf. This calls for a celebration. My son is back home. Today, come home. Ye who are weary, come home. Hallelujah. Come back into the glorious light. (laughs) Satan can't keep you out there. He can't keep you deceived. You don't belong to him if you've ever been saved. You belong to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And all you have to do is walk out of that, that dark cell and that dungeon and come home in Jesus' name. Amen.